And we're back with another episode of 10 Minute Cinema. Barbo, how the hell are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. It's a little different. We're basically doubled our movies we've seen in just three weeks now. We're doing it. Yeah. We are starting to become a structured podcast. I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that far. I, I think we're building something. You're here. crossing a line there. It's, no, yeah. there is no line to be crossed. I think so. This is a journey. That two friends take together. Oh, so I should get a friend here? I'm I'm your friend. I'm here. Debatable. You say that, but it's been quite a bit since we've been friends. We're we're coming up on our twenty year anniversary. I wouldn't friends. go that far. We're getting close. Close. So, uh, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any movies lately? Uh I did actually. I've seen uh a very good movie. Oh, uh, yeah. one might say I think still my favorite movie. Oh, are you talking about Jaws? I'm talking about Jaws. You saw it in IMAX. I sure did. Yeah, but... Holy fuck. I bet that was incredible. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any little kid moments? Uh, Not little kid moments. There was a, an older lady two or three rows in front of us. And I, I think she was about to jump out of her skin whenever uh, <laughs> Mr. Gardner's head comes into the <laughs> frame in the, in the hole in the hall. Like she'd never seen it before. I mean, she might not have, <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely got her. <laughs> that's hilarious but that score i mean oh yeah and that's so iconic just the uh the separation of the surround sound stereo track too like oh i'm sure it was really cool god that would have been incredible see did you uh did you take advantage of the three dollar movie weekend uh no i did not no, i'm still didn't. on a list so it doesn't really matter to me. oh yeah that's a good point yeah I, I didn't either, but uh, I heard that Tottenham actually won number one again. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's the first movie to ever win Memorial Day and Labor Day weekend. <laughs> How about that? That's pretty wild. That's a pretty cool stat. Oh, yeah. Especially because it's already out to rent now, isn't it? Yeah. That's the crazy thing, man. But yeah. they did like the special promotion at all the movie theaters where it was $3 for a ticket, so they're trying to bring everyone back, and that's what they all want to go see, which I can't blame them. That's an excellent film. <laughs> a feature podcast movie, probably. I mean, I'm going to watch it multiple times. So, you are? Yeah. Maybe we'll do it once together. Or, are you going to ask me if I've seen a movie? No, because you usually haven't, and it's just disappointing, and so I'm just going to save everyone the embarrassment. Well... I actually have some news for you on that front. Oh, yeah? I did watch a movie. Oh, I thought you were still going to say I didn't. <laughs> that would have been great. No. That would have been funnier, yeah. Uh, actually, I watched a classic from my childhood. Oh, yeah? Forever Young. Have you ever heard of it? I have. It actually cost me a uh, spot in the box office game yeah, a couple months that. ago. Yeah. You, you thought it was insane that I knew this movie. Yeah. It's actually a pretty great movie. I uh, rewatched it. Still have those same feelings for it. Okay. It's Mel Gibson, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Mel Gibson, and it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it, Eliza Wood, oh. uh, George Went, you know, Norm from Cheers. Okay. Uh, also had Robert High Gorman, who you might not re- recognize him by that name, mm-hmm. but if you ever watched Leprechaun or Rookie of the Year or uh, a couple of other shows, movies, Mr. Nanny, uh, Boy Meets World, he showed up on that. Okay. Just a child actor. So you had like two mega child stars in this movie. And yeah, it was great. Hmm. It's good romantic drama, comedy, coming of age, wrapped into one. Okay. So yeah, we watched uh, Swiss Army Man this week. We that did. That was 
something. It was a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> do you want to do the review before or after trivia? Let's do it before. Okay. So, this was my first time watching Swiss Army Man, and it was, like I said, it, it was something. Definitely, uh, there's a lot of heart in this film. You can tell right away, this is definitely a film about friendship. Did you say heart or fart? <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely uh, shades of heart and fart in this movie. But yeah, it is definitely one of the weirdest like friendship movies I've ever seen. But <laughs> it was, it was good. I liked it. First of all, I want to talk about the score because it's basically just them humming. Yeah, mostly acapella. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was a genius move here. You really can see uh, that we're, we're the main character is basically deranged, and you can definitely see it as the movie builds that he is really, really out there. Yeah, he creates a whole cafe with people that are all made out of trash. He has a dancing fit with this dead body i mean the things he does with this dead body are very creative <laughs> but it was I, i've never seen weekend bernie's but i feel like this is weekend at bernie's on drugs <laughs> i think this is exactly what that movie is i feel like they were watching it when they thought of the concept they were watching weekend at bernie's and they're like on some drugs and they're like we could make this better i absolutely love that daniel radcliffe just comes off of you know a decade of harry potter movies just like <laughs> Fuck it, I've got money, let's just have some fun. And he just sees the script and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to be a farting corpse that Paul Dano tortures the entire movie. And just signs on the dotted line, I'm ready, let's go. Not only that, uh, I'm going to spoil one of my trivia things right now, but this is his favorite movie of his career. Really? He said that this is his favorite movie of his that's, film career so That's far. beautiful, I love it. It is beautiful, because honestly, like this is a wild roller coaster. Yeah. I mean, so good. I'm glad you seem to have enjoyed it, at least. I won't, we'll get to a rating at the end of it, obviously, but uh, it, I, you had at least enough of a good time that you were chuckling and laughing along with it. Like, And I was pretty sure that was going to ha- happen, but it's definitely not a movie you recommend to anybody just off the street. Like You you definitely got to have a bit of a, a weird sensitivity and sensibility in order to really appreciate the film, especially with as long as it takes to get into it, really. It's, it's a bit slow at the beginning. Yeah, it reminded me of the movie Castaway in a way. Uh, yeah. Paul Dano has to do a lot of the acting here. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's more like a one-man show, and right. there's a prop that happens to be a person. Yeah. And he's I think, certainly capable of it. He's a fine actor. Yeah, yeah. Paul Dano's incredible. I mean, you can see it here. If you just look at the acting ability in this movie, like he knocked out of the park. I wouldn't be surprised if he got nominated for an Oscar, or at least considered for it, because... He does a great job here. I mean, this is... He holds up on his own on that screen a lot. Even Daniel Radcliffe does a great job here because he has to basically play a corpse, but, mm-hmm. like, still show that emotion in the acting, and he does a great job at that, too. Right. It's kind of crazy how much emotion a dead corpse can give you on the screen, but yeah. he does a lot. And even with all the comedy and everything, he's got a, a, a total straight man. You know, he's not the one <laughs> right. busting up or anything, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is just a beautiful movie about friendship. Like I said, it's definitely on the farther scope of weird, but, you know, I, I see all the great, you know, makings of a great movie in this, just everything that they did here. What did you think of uh, the big reveal towards the end with the, the cell phone being his after all? Were you expecting that? Did you think that was going to be the case? 
Yeah, I assumed that he didn't find a random cell phone that had a little bit of battery left. And he had... Just the way he talked about her whenever he explained Sarah. Even though Manny's the one that says it first. Mm -hmm. You can just tell this is coming from his mind. This is his love. This is his heart speaking. Yeah, it's his one that got away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really... I mean, when you see that dynamic, it really... You, you feel it. It's relatable. I mean, <laughs> we've all sat there on the bus staring at the girl that could be the one that we have to get the courage to talk to. Maybe not bus. Maybe it's the library. Maybe it's at work. You yeah. know, we've all experienced that moment. And to see that he just gets stuck in that moment, he yeah. hangs on it. It crushes it's the thing him. That, that drives him, you know? Yeah. That's the reason he, it's the reason he wants him. to live and wants to come back to society. Like, yeah. Right. And yeah, just the fact that they just twist the knife at the end. <laughs> Once you find out that she's married with a kid and has a family, and it just it's, it guts you a little bit. It's a little gut punch. And they kind of let you fill in the dots a little bit here. Like I said, I didn't really know if he was ever on a desert island or if that was just in his mind and he was just in the woods behind her house. And if I mean, it seemed like he was there for a long time because that's where the cafe is, mm-hmm. and just. All the evidence seems to point that way, but at the same time, he could have been on island. We just don't ever know. It's true. And it could be the, the first thing you called, too. He could have died on that beach at right. the very beginning. He's hanging from his neck. Like, maybe that rope never snapped. Right. <laughs> this is all just a fever dream in the few seconds before he actually died. Well, I didn't get to end with the police. So I, I tend to think that it is real, that he doesn't die. But, I mean, it could be that way, definitely. Definitely that left open to the audience to decide for themselves, which is okay. Yeah. It works. Yeah, I think overall, I just, I really like the message of the movie. Like, It doesn't matter how weird you are, just, you know, be yourself. If it makes you happy, who cares what other people think? Absolutely. You know, it's just such a great message. It's hard to follow, obviously, you know. Even no matter what, you, you still don't want to have people look at you strangely or think that you're weird or anything, but... Sometimes you just gotta say fuck it and just go for it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we've all had that moment where we had to decide that for ourselves. Yeah. And I like that it plays around farts so much, too. That that is a big thing, you know? Right. It's always one of the the big things in a relationship, you know? I can't fart in front of her, and then eventually you do, and it's like, okay, now the the dam's broken. (laughs) It's a nightmare, that first one. It is. Let me tell you, like, when you finally just let it go, you just gotta get past it. But it is definitely a journey. It was really cool, I thought. Uh, I saw it first in the theater back when it came out in 2016, during the summer. And I was really enamored right away. Like I was definitely looking forward to anything that the, the Daniels would do from then on. Right. And uh, they didn't release in the next movie until this year with everything everywhere all at once. And that's definitely one you got to check out, too. It's it You can tell it, it takes basically a lot of the elements of Swiss Army Man, the ridiculousness, the, the wackiness. What movie are you And then about? the heart just all comes right back into it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I almost watched it today, actually. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I almost did, but I had so much wrestling from this past weekend <laughs> that I ended up doing that instead. Didn't have enough time. Wow. Yeah, I was hovered over on video. I'm like, you know what? I want to watch Raw first. And oh, here cool. we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I'm glad you saw this one first, because like I said, you'll, you'll see a lot of the elements and really how they've adapted some of the stuff from their their first film and built upon it and like it's it's incredible it's it's a very good movie you're gonna like it a, a whole lot awesome 
How are we doing on the time there? Well, we got a minute and a half left. Okay. If you want to ramble about something else. One thing you can tell, they've definitely taken some inspiration from uh, Tim Burton. I, I saw a lot of elements of that with this. Definitely felt like they were a fan of him. This movie kind of felt like the movie Big Fish to me a little bit. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it, but just to kind of this outrageous world that they created with that movie, it felt a lot like this, along with the realism at the end. But True, yeah. Definitely had a shade to that, in my opinion. Yeah, I can really see that. I hadn't thought about that before, but that definitely holds hold some water there, that argument. I think we'd be remiss not to mention the Jurassic Park, the <laughs> awesome theme that they, yeah. <laughs> they did. Uh, I love that he created all those movies for for him with the shadow puppets. That's great. <laughs> you gotta see a little bit of everything: Superman, Jurassic Park, uh, E.T., mm-hmm. some of Titanic, are, Titanic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's very creative. He was a very creative person. Oh yeah. Being, I mean, I guess he's nuts. <laughs> very creative. Yeah. You know, they say the most creative people are usually a little insane. So yeah, it, it definitely. It makes sense here. <laughs> and it does hold true, I know. Like you, you noticed right after he said the line, it's one of my favorite lines, is if you don't know Jurassic Park, you don't know shit. Right. Yeah. That's something to live by. Yeah, that's <laughs> about as American as it gets right now. It really is. <laughs> All right, well, I think we should get into the ratings here. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'll go first since I never saw it. Okay. Uh, I really did like the heart of this movie. They had a great use of the score with the characters doing most of the work there. Just a very imaginative movie. I'm going to go ahead. There's, you know, definitely focusing the plot on farts is a little hard to get past. But I'm going to go ahead and give this out three stars. Okay. That's uh, not bad. I did enjoy it quite a bit. I might even like it more if I watched it again. I feel like that might be one that could build on. Now that I know what I'm getting into, yeah. look for certain things. As a, a slight build on what you just said, I think I do rate this higher than I did that after that initial viewing, which I did enjoy quite a bit. I was probably hovering around a three, three and a half also, and I'm, I'm going with a four star for this now. Is that your highest rating I, so far? I think it might be. That's impressive. It is, but I just, I really like this film. It, like I said, it's so crazy and so wild and wacky, but it does kind of pull on your heartstrings a little bit too, you know? Definitely. It's got a great message to it. The acting is superb. You, you can tell they were, you know, fast friends even filming this. And it shows absolutely on screen every minute of it. You, you really get the, the sense that this is a a loving friendship. There, there is love between them Definitely. for sure. And it's it's even a little heartbreaking at the end whenever he realizes he's got to let him go, you know. But the big <laughs> smile on his face as it just... Rocketing that's out how he looks when he's happy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really cool. Yeah, I would be really bummed if I found out that they weren't friends after this. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's a lifelong friendship just based on this movie alone. Oh, yeah. They have this such a beautiful friendship in a film. It has to be real. Oh, cool. I'm glad you liked it, man. I I really did. Uh, so I'll go ahead and just give a little bit of trivia here because okay. I like to do that. Yeah. A fake version of Manny was made to be used in most of the film, but Daniel Radcliffe insists on being in every shot. The dummy was only used in a few shots where the stunts were too dangerous for Radcliffe, but Radcliffe would still draw or toss the dummy. Members of the cast and crew contributed Manny's farts, including Paul Dano. Daniel Radcliffe claims to have not contributed a fart. So those are stunt farts. Mm, I'm a little upset real. now. Right? He shouldn't be embarrassed. 
he he just didn't he didn't have the juice. This is the only film in history to feature a credit for a fartist. The raccoon's focus on Manny's mouth wasn't intentional, but Daniel Radcliffe had accidentally dropped a cigarette in there, and the animal smelled it. I'm guessing that was the the mannequin at the time, then. Probably. I'm guessing it wasn't his actual mouth. That's probably a dangerous stunt for him. Tag the Bear worked for marshmallows and ice cream sandwiches. I can see you signing a deal like that. If you wanted to pay me marshmallows and ice cream sandwiches, I can act like a bear for a couple minutes. I can make bear sounds really well. Good to know. <laughs> Despite being billed third, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead does not appear until the final act of the film, and her screen time amounts to just five minutes. I wouldn't have even guessed that much. She is very shortly in it. And this marks the second time that Mary Elizabeth last line on film is the word fuck. Oh, yeah? First time being 10 Cloverfield Lane. Hmm. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. That has to be a record probably too, right? How many people in the film want the word fuck? Do we have a movie for next time? Do we want to do one of uh, our fan choices, or do we want to go ahead and go with mine and then do the fan choice? You know what the fan choices are, so it's really No, I forgot, so, but I'll, I'll just throw it to you. Let's go ahead and do uh, the suggestion for Mandy, 12 Angry Men. I think that'll be a good one to watch. I haven't seen 1 through 11 first. Well, you'll have to watch this one. Because it's a classic. Okay. We're going You'll fill me in on what I missed in the first 11? Yeah. Okay. In a galaxy far, far away. Oh. <laughs> You're intrigued? I am. Yeah, so I think that'll be our next film. Okay. We'll look forward to that. I'll have to figure out a way to watch it. I'm sure it's on HBO Max. They have TCM. As for uh, all you that have listened, I want to thank you yeah. for doing if some, that. If another fan wants to make a suggestion, they could reach out to us. They could. What good transition there. See, you're getting good at these. Yeah, so you can reach us at uh, on Twitter at Tim Minson, or you can do our personal Twitters. Uh, I'm at USAKid6977. Barbel is at BigGuyACV. That's me. And uh, thank you for listening. Join us next time for 12 Anger Men. Do you have anything else to say before we go? No, thank you. And that's a wrap. <laughs>